0: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Ange Postacoglu is away to Tottenham, but could Kyogo be following him? New names enter the fold as potential replacements as the club fight to keep a hold of John Kennedy and Hearts name their new manager... But with a bit of a twist I'm Andrew McLean Joining me in the studio tonight is David Freel. And David, the domestic football is over But there is no lack of talking points for us this summer
1: Yeah Andrew, there never is in Scottish football You know it's just been another crazy day really The favourite for the Celtic job is changing by now I think Brendan Rodgers is now the favourite again Des Buckingham has been introduced to the Scottish nation in The Mumbai City manager And as you said, Harts appointed Stephen Naismith as manager Only they didn't really just another crazy day in all of Scottish football.
0: Yeah, and we want to hear what you think of it at home, 0141 Of course, you can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. But it's great to hear from you on the phone. So 0141 1025, and that, that's just what Scottish football does. The name Des Buckingham was not on anyone's mind at all. I don't think many people in this part of the world had, had heard of him all of a sudden on social media. There's a, a photo of the Mumbai City manager at Glasgow Airport, and, and next thing you know, he's What up to second favourite as the, as the potential next Celtic manager.
1: Yeah, I always thought this managerial hunt, and it's obviously just started the last couple of days, Andrew, I always thought it would be. You know, there'd be twists and turns in it But I was on a call I didn't expect to come off that call To a barrage of text messages About days Buckingham I'll be honest with you With all due respect to me, He's a great career I've had a look at him I've googled him But he won't be the next Celtic manager He is on Glasgow I believe on a personal visit Just to see a friend So he won't be the next Celtic manager I can assure everyone of that
0: and that was something I saw on, on Twitter Just before we came on air was Betting being suspended on Brendan Rodgers being the next Celtic manager. Please gamble responsibly, of course. But you see these things all the time. And, you know, uh, bookies, tables are are all done by sometimes, you know, the the bets that people put on. So so you never know. But certainly it's one that that might get people talking.
1: Yeah, and look, I I think some Celtic fans will want Brendan Rodgers back. Others won't after what happened when he left for Leicester in 2019. What I would say is I'm led to believe, and I think several others are as well Brendan would probably prefer a spell out of the game he's obviously just left Leicester City not too long ago I think he wants to recharge batteries refresh and I don't think a return to Celtic is on his agenda at this time I think in the future he would like it but as things stand I don't think he's interested in a return to Celtic
0: Lots going on at Celtic as well and around the league as well Rangers of course making that signing of Jack Butland yesterday they're looking for more signings as well Cyril Dessers could be one of the ones that Michael Beale is targeting. Plenty of stories about that. We'll get to the situation at Hearts as well. Stephen Naismith will continue to be in charge of Hearts, but in a a slightly different role, or maybe the exact same role, but just in a different name. Billy Dodds has signed a new two-year deal as well at Inverness, so plenty to talk about. Let us know what you think on 0141 951 1025. And when I was... Flicking through this morning's newspapers David Freel It was an exclusive from yourself That I saw To do with Kyogo And the fact that Tottenham are interested Ange Postacoglu is interested In in maybe sparking a deal To bring him down to London Can you just give us that From your perspective?
1: Yeah, obviously there was a story one of my colleagues down south um, At the weekend um, Saying that Kyogo would be Ange Postacoglu's number one target I don't think anybody Would be really surprised by that Andrew He's been the poster boy For his Celtic time His period He has been You know the number one striker, scored so many goals in big games. We were speaking to Ange at the PFA Awards a couple of weeks ago and he spoke about how Kyogos get levels to go yet. He thinks there's a lot more to come from him. He's only 28, he's going to be 29 in January. He thinks he's still to reach his peak. So it's no surprise that he would be keen to get him. A lot of people are saying he may be a replacement for Harry Kane. I don't believe that would be the case. I think he would want him as a squad member. But the premise of the story was today that there are a lot of clubs interested in Kyogo. a lot of clubs from the top five leagues, I believe several clubs from Italy, Spain, Bundesliga have scouted him this season. But what I would also say is Kyogre is very, very happy at Celtic. He's in no rush to leave. He's not going to agitate for a move. He's a consummate professional. We've seen him, you know, we speak to him through the translator, but he's always very respectful. Celtic also have two years left in his deal. They would be in no rush to sell. I think it would take a huge amount to sell him, but there clearly is interest in Kyogre.
0: Because that's it, if you score fifty goals across two seasons for a club like Celtic in a in a league like the Scottish Premiership, whether it is Tottenham or whether it is other teams, there is always going to be interest because clubs want goal scorers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I think there's always comparisons about strikers that have been at Celtic before. So Mous and I attracted a lot of interest, eventually went to Leon. Odson Edwards, Celtic managed to keep a hold of him until the final year of his contract, went down to Crystal Palace for fifteen million pounds. I would argue that Kyogo is up there with the two of them I know speaking to Callum McGregor a few weeks ago he did an interview where he thinks that Kyogo probably rates as the best he's ever played with at Celtic so look it's a compliment to Celtic it's a compliment to Kyogo that people will be interested in him but as I said he's got two years in his deal he is happy and it will take a big offer to get him away
0: Well we want to hear you get involved at home 0141 951 1025 is the number it's the number that Paul Kirk and Tillich has dialed Paul you're a Celtic fan there has been as I said earlier no lack of talking points when it comes to Celtic what are you taking from it all is it is it Ange Postacoglu is it Kyogo is it potential uh, managers going forward
2: uh, Hi guys uh, I don't really I don't really want to get in the kind of <laughs> the overall ground with Ange but I don't want to proclaim him as a saint and I don't want to think he's a villain Uh Disappointed, that's what I would say Disappointed that I was at the game on Saturday and he knew it was coming. He knew you knew he's you after it. But it's time to kinda of draw a line under it and, and move on. Uh, for all it was good. And uh, couldn't really fault him really. I think I think the, the, the new coach coming in, we should always strive to do better. Always strive to do better. And somebody that, that I would I would hope is better is somebody that can give us Maybe 75% of the goals and the excitement, but in Europe, I would like somebody that knew how to set up a team to defend. Uh, and the last guy, and Brendan Rodgers was hopeless at it as well. To be honest, uh, it's great playing this football, but if you're leaving the, the back door open, it's it's pointless, you know. The, the last guy, and people will forget this and kind of poof it. The last guy that set a team up. Done well for Celtic that could defend Was Neil Lennon against Lazio uh, When we won home and away So I want a guy I, I would. I, I like the idea I like the idea of attacking football I really do uh, But I do want to have somebody That can set a team up in Europe I mean we're not going to win the Champions League right? But I would like to Do better in Europe I would like to There we go Rangers got to the the final of the Europa League I don't think that should be out with Celtic's power every few years Uh, so looking forward I would like somebody that can set a team up to defend in Europe
0: Yeah it's an interesting point David because I think if Ange Postacoglu was going to stay and you know in the last few weeks and months people had talked about well what does he need to do next season if they do win the treble how do you how do you get better than that? And, and Europe was the one thing that everyone always came back to and you know there was a lot of Celtic fans that were happy with the way that Ange Postacoglu approached the games in Europe but they still finished bottom of their Champions League group but however it is always the priority to win those domestic trophies and then if the manager can, can improve the team in Europe is that a bonus or is it possible to then look at the whole package and think you know what there is a manager out there that, that could maybe get everything together?
1: No I, th- I think the league's always a bread and butter Andrew, but in the parallel universe where Ange Postecoglou stays, I think the one big thing everybody was wanting to see was how he adapted his tactics in Europe. I agree with you, it was thrilling to watch Celtic at times in Europe last year. It was gung-ho. You know, they didn't care about playing... You know, remember Callum McGuire gets injured, he just plays Matt O'Reilly as a holding midfielder, and it was very front-foot football. It was good to watch. Celtic created chances other teams created chances, but Celtic went out of the Champions League, so I think this year the challenge... And people are wondering, does he go and buy a, a midfield enforcer, you know, someone in the Winyama style to go and make Celtic that bit more solid in Europe, especially away from home? I think that was always going to be his big challenge. And I think it's a fair point. I, th- I think Ange Postecoglou had done an amazing job at Celtic. The one thing that you could level at him. First year, the Bodo Glimp games, we're talking about the Bodo Glimp manager being a Celtic contender. Bodo Glimp ripped Celtic apart over two legs. Thought tactically they were much better. This year, Celtic got a tough group. But I think at times, especially in the two Shakhtar games and the Red Bull-Leipzig games, I just felt Celtic could have been a bit cuter in terms of how they attacked and how they defended. And that was always going to be the challenge. So for whoever comes in next, I don't think they'll ever, no matter whether it's Nutsun or Enzo Mareska or Brendan Rodgers, whoever, I don't think the next manager will be as gung-ho in Europe as Ange Poscauglo was.
0: Paul, have you got any ideas of who you'd like to be the next Celtic manager?
2: (laughs) To be honest, I don't. And as I get older, you do, you do. The, the last two, well, Brendan Rodgers and, and Big Angie's kind of thought is that maybe you, you, you need to try to stop getting as emotionally attached. But I think that's where a director of football would come in, where eh, the the manager it wouldn't be a big deal so much if he moved on after a couple of years. As seems to happen, it's a it's a. No one situation You do well you, you get a better job and we're back to square one again uh, But In all honesty I, I don't care Who the guy's played for I don't care What nationality is I don't care anything about him I just want a guy That that will come in Has, has got decent tactics uh, You know mate I, I quite enjoy the Celtics link With the City group I don't know what the there's more to I think than, than we know about, but I enjoy that the the way that all these teams play, uh, they're attacking. But I want somebody that can defend a bit because sometimes watching Celtic and it was brilliant to watch, but it, it reminds us a wee bit of the of teams when, when tactics went out the window. Like I know that they're saying if they score, if they score five, you'll we'll score six. You can't do that. It falls down. Uh, But I don't care who who he's played for. I just want somebody that can set a team up right and make us a bit more potent in uh, Europe and a bit more respectable.
0: David, do you think that Ange Postacoglu's success has maybe changed the mindset of some Celtic fans? Because there will be fans out there that you know, when there's a, a new manager being appointed at their club that they maybe only want a big name or someone that they've heard of. Ange Postacoglu came in and not really many people in this part of the world... Knew who he was He said himself After the Scottish Cup pi- final That some people thought he, he was a joke When he came to this country The fact that He came in As a relative unknown And the fact he found So much success Do you think there's a chance that, that Celtic fans Will maybe be a bit more open To to whoever's appointed?
1: Yeah 100% Because I think If you look back At the last couple Of managerial hunts You have had talk of Henry Larson Roy Keane Make a statement A big name I don't think You're seeing that As much now I think The Celtic board You know It felt for a lot Celtic fans at the end of the world had happened when Eddie Howe knocked it back. Where does Celtic go next? This guy, Ange Postacoglu, arrives. And just look at the impact he's had. So I don't really think it has to come down to the name and what they've done in their playing career. I think Celtic board will do their due diligence. They'll look at various candidates. They'll look at older ones, experienced ones, maybe inexperienced ones. Everybody's talking about Enzo Maresca, obviously working with Pep Guardiola as Man City's assistant coach at, at the moment. But given how Celtic are playing how the recruitment's working, how the style is developing, I think it's gonna come down to a manager's style, his principles, his belief, but also can he go and win and can he handle the pressure. So there's a lot to take in there.
0: And it'll be interesting to see if that City football group Link continues Because we, we've seen it today With Des Buckingham The Mumbai City manager People talking about him With that picture of him Arriving at, at Glasgow Airport The link with Enzo Maresca Obviously Ange Postacoglu Was at Yokohama F Marinos Who are a City football group as well Is that something you you think People should keep an eye on Going forward? Yeah I, th- I
1: think Celtic have had Close links with Man City Going way back You know if you think back To Jason Denier John Gadetti Patrick Roberts Guys like that coming up Dedrick Boyata signed Obviously, the two clubs are, p- are pretty close. Mark Lawwell obviously worked down there as well. And as you said, Andrew was in the City Group too. So that was interesting yesterday. Pep Guardiola also talking about he's got a close relationship with, you well it's Dermot Desmond he was talking about and all their golf buddies. So, yeah, listen, it wouldn't surprise me if someone, whether it's a, the manager, a first team coach, more players arrive via the City Group. But I think Celtic will cast their net far and wide, Andrew. This isn't a you know, they're, they're not just looking at certain markets. I think Celtic are looking everywhere for a new manager.
0: Well, thank you to Paul. Next up is Michael, who's a Celtic fan in Liverpool. Michael, have you got any ideas of who you'd like to see in the Celtic dugout next season?
3: Uh, I'd like to either see that Ariola because I've just been reading about him, Andrew, and he he apparently plays the exact same attacking football style like Poster Coglu did. Like your man next to you there saying, um, that basically we need the same sort of attacking style because um, I know when Brendan Rodgers was there he was successful blah blah but when Brendan Rodgers was at Leicester Liverpool and then Celtic he got found out do you know what I mean and um, but I'd either take Ariola. Uh, I quite like the Luton Maresca thing, Is that
0: Is that Andoni Areola the uh, what was it Royal Viacano manager up until the end of this season
3: I, and I've also got I like the, 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 the Bodo Glimt Arneson manager And I also like The Red Bull Salzburg He's called Matthias Jasel Or Jaitl
0: Look Michael's done his research here But I, I think uh, A big thing to take away from that Is that A lot of Celtic fans Are now focused on The style of play And the philosophies Of the managers Because they've seen it firsthand With Ange Postacoglu He had a, a style That was set in his head That was attractive Exciting football And Celtic fans want that to continue.
1: Yeah, of course they do. And Celtic have also built a squad, constructed a squad in that style as well. So there's no point in having Rio Hatati, Jota, Lea kiogo Kyogo, all these guys, the fullbacks playing as they are, where you bring someone in who's just going to rip the whole thing up. Every manager will put their own stamp on things, Andrew. Every manager will tweak things we spoke earlier about maybe being a bit more defensive than Champions League. But I think Celtic are going to completely rip up this blueprint that has served them so well. It's been... There's slight alterations from the Brendan Rodgers sort of blueprint. It's still a four-three-three. I think Postacoglis is far more attacking. Probably Brendan Rodgers still was a bit more patient. Neil Lennon was somewhere in the middle. Um, But I think the next manager, I can't see someone coming in having completely different ideologies about the game.
0: Michael, David was telling us earlier about the, the links between Tottenham and, and Kyogo and, and other clubs looking at him as well. How do you feel about that news?
3: Um. I feel quite bad because I've been reading about that today as well, Andrew, and that you know, and um, basically, apparently Dermot Desmond is trying to block uh, Postecoglou from raiding the club. Also, he's going; they're going to um, offer Kyogo a new deal, I believe, but whether he accepts it or not is another story. Um, me personally, I, I, I don't want to; I don't want him coming and breaking up a winning team, but. Um, but I think if he's going to get anybody, I think he'll try and take Jota or Hatati with him. David. or he'll try he'll raid them. I think I think he'll go for them. But I hope no, because I like Hatate. Um, he's a good midfielder, and Chelsea um, sure need all the good players they can for the Champions League so Do you know what I mean? So I would. I'm not. I'm, I'm disappointed that Postecoglou's left, right? But he was. He was great for Celtic, he done miracles and that. Got respect for the guy, he'll, he'll go down in folklore and legend, as a legend, uh, what he done for Celtic and that. So, me personally, I wish him all the best, but, um, so, for me, really, I just, I just think all the Rangers fans and all that will be happy now that he, he's gone, because I think that's what they wanted, and obviously some of the media.
0: I think that's always a natural fear of fans. If a manager moves on to what is a, a bigger league with a bigger budget, that they're going to come back and you know raid their previous side. I, I remember people saying it about Brendan Rodgers when he went to Leicester. That that never transpired. Would you expect Ange Postacoglu to have his eye on a few Celtic players, or would you expect that you know Tottenham are? Potentially shopping in a different market because of the money they've got, and you may look elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I don't don't see him coming for three or four, Andrew. I think Brendan Rodgers did try for Callum McGregor, but Celtic managed to keep him, got him signed a new deal, became the captain, the rest is history, obviously. But look, I think he's he's shopping in a bit of a different market. I mean, you see the reports this morning James Madison for 50 million, the Bulls defender for 30 million, Harry Maguire potentially, eh, the Brentford keeper, Rhea, for 40 million, as Hugo Lloris goes. This is a totally different market, but if he can get Kyogo For a, a huge fee In Scottish terms But a relatively modest fee In English terms I think he would do it
0: Well thank you to Michael Maybe you've got some thoughts To add to that On 01419511025 Rangers fans What do you make Of the business That has been done By Michael Beale so far What would you like to see him Do next Hearts fans Maybe you've got some thoughts On the new managerial appointment And you want to try And make sense of it Give us a call On 01419511025 You yeah the voice of Scottish football, call 0141 951 1025, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. David Freel here with me, Andrew McLean on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard and we want you to join us as well. 0141 951 1025. It's been a busy, another busy day in Scottish football. There's also some Scottish representation in a European final tonight. Scottish manager, David Moyes taking charge of West Ham.
1: Yeah I've got a wee soft spot For a, for West Ham Andrew. I must admit And uh, it's been great to watch the You know last year They did a great run in Europe This year again um, Really thrilling games Semi-final was amazing to see And look We wish David Moyes All the best Make a bit of history and I think he said yesterday It would be the biggest moment Of his career If he manages to win it And he's a great manager of
0: career. It just shows how long Seasons are as well Because I was I was looking at the Fixture of Fiorentina Playing against West Ham And I was thinking oh, I saw Fiorentina play A while ago And then realised Saw them play Against Hearts in this competition This season It just seems like A lifetime ago And it was just earlier on This season
1: Yeah I was, I was Kind of reminded of that When I was watching The kind of finale of the Belgian League The other day In Union St. Gioa Played Rangers this season In a Champions League qualifier Which seems remarkable And we've we'll still got two games To go with Scotland as well
0: Yeah let's get back to The Scottish football though. Ted Is a Celtic fan Up next And Ted On my screen It says you're calling From New York City
4: no, I'm I'm calling from Carluke. I'm originally
0: from New York Oh, City. there we go. You're from New York City. I yeah. see. I the name is, we can tell the name from the accent Ed. actually.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name is Ed, by the way.
0: Right. Oh, Ed. Sorry. Right. Yeah, well, that's it's uh, all right. That's all right. That's anyway, wrong on my I, screen, but we'll get that amended for next time, don't that's you worry, Ed. All right, yeah, yeah. You know, this
4: whole mess with Ange going down south troubles me. It, it, it I'm almost going to say it disgusted me only because that you know we trusted in him, you know that 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 term, "in Ange we trust wasn't just you know some motto we like throwing around. We trusted in him, and trust is not something you know you just can buy or sell. it's earned, you know it's like respect, it's earned, you know I mean Ange left here with unfinished business. Uh, you know, he wanted to take us into the Champions League. That was his goal, to see how far we could go, okay? And he slept with unfinished business, and that I don't like.
0: You yeah, know? That, that, that's it, David. There will be plenty of Celtic fans that have that feeling of hurt because, you know, no matter what happens with a, a player or manager that they create that bond with, no matter how they leave, you know, some Celtic fans, I've seen them say they, they didn't like the way that Ange Postacoglu Handled it There's others that You know Say thanks for your service And and good luck at, at Tottenham But there will be that feeling Of hurt from some Celtic fans And Ed is one of those
1: Yeah And it's understandable Andrew Because Ange Postacoglu Built up such a rapport With the Celtic fans He's such a connection The Celtic fans Loved the way his team played They loved listening to him And just to pick up On what Ed is saying I think if you asked Ange Postacoglu If we got him in here Right now do you have unfinished business at Celtic? I think he'd probably say yes. I think there was other things he wanted to achieve. I know he was desperate to make Celtic a a knockout stage team in the Champions League again. But I think if you also asked him, was this opportunity too good to turn down? And he said it in the Celtic statement yesterday. He would say yes. It's not every day that a manager from Scotland gets an opportunity like that. And I get it, Celtic, you know, in terms of Spurs, size of clubs, for me, Celtic are a bigger club than Spurs. But Spurs are in a bigger league. As we are speaking off-air as well, Andrew... Ange Possocoglu, two years ago, couldn't get an interview for a job in Europe. He was getting knocked back for AEK Athens. He was talking about getting on to Zoom calls and nobody turning up on the other end. He thought he was going to be trapped. He was maybe going to have to go back to Australia. Two years down the line, after unbelievable time at Celtic, he is now the Tottenham Hotspur manager. I don't think he would have believed that. It was just to touch on what Ed is saying. It was just too good for him to turn down.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ed, do, do you see that side of it? The fact that, you know... Maybe it's a case of Ange Postecoglou did love his time at Celtic, but he just felt that it was a, an opportunity, an offer that he couldn't turn down. Uh,
4: yes, I do. And I'll tell you why. When a man has a vision, when a human being has a vision, he wants to see things around him get better. He sees where he can take things, okay? To achieve that vision, you can't buy that type of satisfaction within yourself. You can't buy that around you. Sure, it's a risk. If Celtic had just fall, if, if Celtic next year fell on their faces again with everything he wanted to do, okay, he might have uh, lost out on a few coaching opportunities. But you know what? Okay, fine, he's offered all this millions of pounds and a great stadium and training facility. But you know what? Money can't buy you satisfaction, can't buy you happiness, can't buy you that contentment that achieving your goal, achieving your vision can bring you.
0: Pure and simple. Yeah, I mean, David, people always bring money into it. And of course, there is a crazy amount of money in the English Premier League with teams, you know, I was going to say at the top end, at any end of the Premier League. But yes, money will play a part in this. But Ange Postacoglu is... Turns fifty-eight years old this season. Will there possibly be a feeling for him that you know he has to take this opportunity if he wants to get to the to the top of the game? That this is an opportunity he can't turn down, whether the, mon- the money aspects there or not.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. During the Celtic time, and especially after Celtic started getting success, and I'm talking about in the last probably six to twelve months. He was asked about his future a million times He was always very guarded, Andrew He always spoke about living in the moment and never looks too far ahead <clears throat> There was one interview he did when he was over in Australia To promote Celtic's trip over there It was obviously with a colleague that he'd known for a long, long time And right at the end he was asked, what's next for Ange? And he actually said, look, I'm 57, I'm not 47, I'm not 37 I've got a limited time to achieve what I want to achieve I've got His actual words were, I've got horizons I want to conquer And that's what he's done that is what he's done He's taken this chance To go to Spurs I think he felt that If he stayed at Celtic For another the Champions League Would another job like this come up? Nobody can tell All he knew was that For whatever reason Spurs obviously went through Various different people in the process They came down to him They offered him the job And he's
0: gone Ed, are you confident that Celtic can make the right moves now To replace him And, and keep that success going?
4: Yes Yes, I do believe in the board They found Ange Postacoglu somehow you know there are two big candidates that seem to be coming up out of virtually nowhere. The um, the manager of uh, Bodo Glimt, who when I when we saw when we played Bodo Glimt last February, these guys played Angie's game, the, the the fast passing, the quick speed on the on the on the pitch. Now the reason they were so easy to beat us was because they hadn't started their season yet, and we were in the middle of ours. So you know. That he seems to have part. He seems to have his head in the right place and somewhere which we can work with. The other, the other one is this guy who's now come up today, and I'm not. I don't know his first name, but his last name I know is Buckingham. He seems, you know, he's coming out of Mumbai. He seems to, uh, to, uh, to have the credentials. You know, I guess I do believe the board will find somebody because whoever it is. They're going to have a tough act to follow No question about it
0: Yeah, certainly has big shoes to fill You know, a couple of names there Knutson and Des Buckingham The Des Buckingham one is You know, picture of him at Glasgow Airport That's a city football group I think people will always just run away with that
1: Yeah, and we're told there's nothing in it, Andrew We're basically told he's here on a personal visit And he won't be in contention for the Celtic job at all I think Ketil Knutson, the the Bodo Glimp manager, Bodo actually play tonight as well. He's obviously linked with Ajax at the moment. As I said earlier, he's knocked back Bundesliga jobs, Premier League jobs. Very, very highly rated. I think he fits the bill. I do. I think he's a guy who builds teams, played in a certain way, had really good success in Europe, won two Norwegian titles. 54, he's got a lot of experience. I don't know whether there's parallels there with Ange Postacoglu as well. So I would have no qualms about Katie Knutson in terms of Celtic I think he'd do a good job if he got it Well
0: thank you to Ed 01419511025 We will speak to Andy <clears throat> uh, who's a Partick Thistle fan next just to get into that story that was coming out of Partick Thistle today to do with their finances saying that they expect that last season they will have had a loss of around £300,000 I think I saw a statement from the Jags Foundation saying that Essentially, you know that, that cup draw against Rangers, which was just luck, it got them money, which maybe would have helped them pay wages they wouldn't have been able to to pay otherwise. And you know, after the disappointment of not getting promotion, that is it's worrying coming out of Partick Thistle, isn't it?
1: Yeah, as, I mean, Partick Thistle sort of kind of preempted this a few months ago, Andrew, with a statement about their, their finances in terms of shortfall until the end of the season. You know, as you're saying, they, they got that cup draw at Rangers, very unlucky on the day actually, and I think that did help them, but. They've lost Scott Tiffany One of the best players to Did indeed today as well I can't help but think That Sunday 3-0 up In the tie With 19-20 minutes to go Was Patrick Thistle's shot at glory It could have solved so many problems Football Financially It could have been so huge for them I just wonder if they can bounce back immediately from that, you know, they're going to lose probably more players. I'd imagine Kel Turner will be in demand. I thought he's been outstanding, especially through this playoff run. Scott Tiffany was a standout, and I'm not surprised indeed I've snapped him up, taking him to the Premiership. But yeah, it was worrying financially in terms of Patrick Fissel.
0: Yeah, Andy, what have you made of that today? I, I can imagine it's it's not great reading, especially off the back of what happened on Sunday. Hi, guys. How
1: you
5: doing? Um, obviously, I left a couple of days with it, phoning in with the other news that's going on, but I was up. I was up in Dingwall on Sunday, and uh, it's a sore one to take. Um, The drive up, obviously, we went up with the boys, and we were aware. It wasn't an easy task, even being 2-0 up. We knew Ross County were probably the the favourites. But when we scored the third goal, and there's 20 minutes to go, you're thinking we've done it. You know, whilst we're not over the line, it was harder to throw that game away. I think think it was just a a, a game too much, even though we should have won it. we we are playing five more games or four more games in in county. We played on the Thursday. You could see in the fitness the guys were the guys were struggling a bit. Um, but to be honest, you we should never have lost it. So I'm hurting today, and then obviously when the uh, Andy,
0: I'll take I'll take that point on the football, and I'll I'll let you come back in on the finances today because I think when when Partick Thistle scored that goal to make it three 0 on aggregate, I think pretty much everyone just expected that Partick Thistle would be. You know, in the Premiership next season I was talking to to one of my friends Who wasn't watching the game And he said that he'd been out and about He'd looked at his phone on on an app That was updating the score He saw a 3-0 Put his phone away and thought Well, there you go Partick Thistler in the Premiership next season Couldn't believe it when he went back on his phone Later on
1: Yeah, I think everyone was surprised But I would go back to the first leg Andrew, you know You had Ross County playing with 10 men For so long Partick Thistler had chances I think they could have put the tie to bed then I think if they scored a third or a fourth They would have been through I felt watching the game, I don't know if Andy will agree, the Patrick Thistle were very nervy, especially in the first half. Obviously they get the goal, Fitzpatrick, great finish, and then you think they're going to finish the job. But the killer goal for me was Simon Murray, the second goal, but came so fast, the tie completely flipped. Ross County then have a, not a foothold in the game, but they've got something to cling on to. They know that it's only one more goal and that will force extra time. And, you know, I felt for Partick Thistle, I felt for Chris Doolan, I think he's done an amazing job. You look at his record, since taking over from Ian McCall, but maybe it was just one game
0: too far. Yeah, Andy, how are you now feeling about next season after seeing that news today?
5: Well, I was kind of hoping before I read the statement, and whilst I kind of knew the finances might, I mean, there's been something in the background. Jackie Lowe and the previous board uh, hadn't released any of the accounts, so we knew there was something wrong. Um, It's been an ongoing chat, and I can understand why it hasn't been uh, released. It, it, It takes maybe the attention away from what's happening on the park. But I was kind of hoping we could now go into this season and push for the, the title, try and win it. Um, after seeing that news today, I'm, I'm really worried. I, I hope my worries are just kind of overthinking. But it's not looking good. I don't see if the finances are as bad as they are. 280 to 300,000 as a loss this season. I don't see how we're going to possibly be able to get a player budget to bring in new players to, to pay the wages. And like you guys have already said, Tiff's gone today. Kyle Turner played amazing. I'd be surprised if he stayed. Uh, heard rumours that that some other key players are, are are already in talks to go. So it's a bit of a sore one to take. If you're going on a high, you think you're playing Premier League football. To to now waking up today and, and reading that, it's, it's a sore one. I have to say, I'm I, as a fan, uh, I'm not in a good place football-wise today. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, it's just one of these sliding doors moments that you see in football all the time, David. That. Even if Partick Thistle had come out and said This exact same thing today If they were a Premiership side Then there wouldn't be anywhere near The amount of worries there is That there are still a Championship side
1: Yeah, the, the financial disparity Obviously they would, they would make a lot more money in the Premiership Bigger crowds, bigger, you know, bigger slice of TV money Everything as well And I also think if you look at the Championship Do I sound doom and gloom for Andy But if you look at the Championship next year Queen's Park will go again Queen's Park, great infrastructure, great investment They'll go Then D United won't mess about They want straight back up Mark Ogren's been Very very clear on that He expects him Straight back up Giving Jim Goodwin the job Then you look at How competitive The league was as well And then you've got the Fernland coming in Who will spend a bit of money James pick Very good manager So I think it's going to be Hard for Thistle to Replicate what they've done This season They came so close As I said I felt for them But I just feel as you say Sliding doors Shot at
0: glory moment And they didn't take it Well, thank you to Andy. We still want to hear from you on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Rangers fans, we've not heard from you yet. Maybe you've got some thoughts on your transfer business this summer. Give us a call on 01419511025. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard David Freel here with me Andrew McLean on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard we want to hear from you as well 0141 951 1025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB let's go straight back to the phones though because Craig is a Rangers fan in Maryhill Craig there was a, a signing wrapped up by Michael Beale yesterday the third of the transfer window so far what do you make of Jack Butlin's arrival?
1: Well, I think he's got to been the best keeper since Andy Gorham.
0: Best keeper since Andy Gorham? It's a, it's a big shout.
1: Not just in a Rangers shirt, at any SPL team.
0: What gives you the confidence, Craig?
1: Well, you just need to look Andrews away because look at the signings that Beal's making.
0: Craig's making the point about um, Jack Butland there. He thinks he's going to be a, a great signing. Do you agree with that, David?
1: I think he's going to be a good signing for Rangers. I don't know if I'd say not he's going quite to be to the best of goalkeeper Andy since Sandy Gorham I think Stefan Kloss and Alan McGregor might be adjusting the radios at the moment. Um, yeah, look, he's not played a lot of football in the last couple of years. Obviously, been at Crystal Palace, Man United, but he is still only thirty. I was actually quite surprised. He seems to have be been about forever. He's got nine England caps. Um, you know, really, really rated as a young goalkeeper. Played a lot of games for Stoke. Obviously, some loan spells after that as well. But. I think Michael Beal was pretty clear, Andrew, that he wanted key positions nailed down. We might talk about strikers later on, but a goalkeeper was so important. Robin McCrory did get some games, and I'm sure he will battle Jack Butland, but it looked as if Michael Beale wanted a senior leader as his number one. And in Jack Butland, I think he's got that's a four-year deal. Great, you know, a lot of faith put in him. I don't think he'll be cheap wage-wise, but Rangers are getting him on a free. So that sort of offsets that. And look, I think, you know, Everybody'll probably draw a bit of comparison with Joe Hart. Joe Hart came up at an a later age, but I think he came up with a point to prove. I think Jack Butland will come up with a point to prove. I think he's not as I see he's not played a lot of football, so he'll want to get back into things. Talked about, you know, playing in Europe, all that sort of stuff. So I think it's a good signing for Angels.
0: You look at the form that Todd Cantwell has had under Michael Beale, and he was a player that had had maybe lost his way, had a lot of potential when he was younger, and is is now really finding his feet up here. That'll be the type of thing that, that Michael Beale Will want to be able to do With Jack Butland And there's been other players That he's been linked with Previously that, that Maybe have that story That you know Were a sort of bright spark When they were younger And their, their career's Gone a bit wayward And Michael Beale Must have the confidence That he can get the best Out of these players
1: yeah, you, you want players who <clears throat> Are coming up here They're hungry They've got desire They want to do well As I said Jack Butland Clearly, could have stayed, whether it's at Man United, whether it's at Crystal Palace, whatever, going, gone and maybe been a number two somewhere, going down to the Championship and being a number one. But he clearly wants a challenge up here. He clearly wants to come up and try and win trophies, to experience Champions League qualifiers, and just try to get in the Champions League group stages, potentially. So I think there's a lot to, to like about the signing. As I said, if you look back at his career, okay, it's maybe not gone as easy. he hoped in the last couple of years, but this guy's got pedigree as a goalkeeper, he's played in big games. 30 years old, really good age for a goalkeeper. I mean, is nothing for a goalkeeper. So I think his best years can be ahead of him with Rangers.
0: Michael Beale tested out Robbie McCrory towards the end of the season. He always said he was going to do that. Everyone knew that Alan McGregor was going to leave at the end of the season. John McLaughlin, you know, didn't didn't have the best time of it when he was given his chance this campaign. Robbie McCrory's just signed a new long-term deal. Do you think that he's now just back to being a, a backup? For think, next seasons, Jack Butland comes straight in in that number one spot?
1: I think he'll come in as number one, but I think it's up to Robbie McCrory whether Jack Button stays as number one. You know, you're not bringing a, a former England, or a, you know, I'm sure Jack Butland wants to get back into England squad one day, but you're not bringing an England cap up here to be play backup, I wouldn't imagine. But Robbie McCrory is in and around the Scotland squad now. I think he did pretty well in these last few games, rated very, very highly. So it's up to him. You know, I, I, I dare say Robbie McCrory will give it. Potentially first half of the season Maybe the full season See if he can oust them If he can't Then maybe he'll move on But I think the Rangers have got Two good goalkeepers there It probably means John McLaughlin's going to go I think Kieran Wright Signed a new deal The Mm -hmm. the third, fourth choice goalkeeper Not too long ago So I would look at John McLaughlin As potentially one that will go Go out the door this summer
0: I asked a caller last night what was next for Michael Beale. what was the the main position he needed to address now, and they said up front they wanted a striker, they wanted someone to replace what Alfredo Morelos has done over the last few years. There's certainly a lot of reports about Cyril Dessers, who uh, is a Nigerian international, he's playing for Cremonese in the the last season in Serie A. There's actually reports in the last few minutes coming out of Italy that, that talks are... Apparently, well advanced between the clubs, they're claiming that uh, a fee's been agreed of 4.2 million euros, with a, a further payment of one million euros. So we'll see if if that turns out to be true or not. But certainly, a, a lot of talk that that is a player that Michael Beale is interested in.
1: Yeah, I think, I think if you look at the Rangers team now, I, th- I would imagine Michael Beale, add our centre half, but he's pretty well stocked in midfield. He also brought Dujon Sterling in, who can play either side, you know, full back can play up the pitch as well he's got his goalkeeper now I think centre forward has to be the priority it just has to be and I think he'll actually sign a couple you know if not out and out number nines you know Dessels. it looks as you're saying it looks as if Dessels is getting closer and closer then he'll, he'll sign other guys that can play along that front line Morelos is going Kemar Roof a good player an effective player but he's never really fit and I don't think I think Michael Beal needs two or three guys he can really hang his hat on He's lost Ryan Kent, he's lost fedo Morelos Fashion Sakala can be good in Burst but it's so erratic and inconsistent Michael Beale will be looking at that area and it wouldn't surprise me if Cyril Dessers is in followed by some others Andrew
0: Because Michael Beale also said a few months ago he said he'd effectively been told what his budget was for next season he said in comparison to what previous Rangers managers in the last few years have been given to spend he was very happy with it Rangers haven't spent any money on transfer fees so far of course, you know, Jack Butland is probably going to be on a, a fair whack in terms of wages But no transfer fees have been paid so far Would you expect that striker area to be where Michael Beale does put quite a bit of his budget into?
1: Yeah, because I think you pretty much get what you pay for You know, I, I think if you're just looking to find bargains in those key areas I think it can be hitting a miss You know, if you want to talk about you know, There was stats doing the rounds the other day about Celtic front three of Kyogo Jota And Leila Badde The amount of goals They've scored in the last Two years It's over 110 I think Between them They cost about 15 million pounds So Rangers If they're going to invest Some money I think it'll be in that area And and bear in mind as well Players will go out So Glenn Kamara You know Michael B. was You know Pretty emphatic the other day That if Glenn Kamara Really fancies a career reset He's probably better going Rangers will get a wee bit Of money for him Ben Davis Does he have a future? We don't know yet So I think money Will be coming in and for me If Rangers are going to strengthen And spend a bit of money It has to be in that forward area
0: Just on that point of Abada And the likes of You know Jota The goals that Celtic have In those wide areas It's, it's really not something Rangers have had For quite a while now And It's not even really That Michael Beal plays With wingers all the time Quite a lot of the time He's he's played with more of a, a Number 10 with, with two strikers But He needs Goals from his forward players Because James Tavernier They've relied so heavily on For goals He was their top goal scorer In the Premiership again This season They need a striker But they needed Their other forward players To be contributing
1: Yeah For me Any title winning team You need your number 9 You need your striker That's going to get you 25-30 goals But after that I think they need 4-5 guys That are going to pitch in With 10 plus Rangers just didn't have that I mean You've probably spent so much time Talking about Ryan Kent And his numbers And what he contributed, he just didn't score enough goals. Good playing flashes, he had some real, real great spells with Rangers on his day, a fantastic footballer, but doesn't have the end product that Michael Beale needs for next season. I wasn't really surprised that, in the end, Rangers just decided to kind of part ways with Ryan King. I think it was a bit of a mutual thing. Rangers need to bring guys in who will get on the end of things. You know, Scott Affle's another one they'll, they'll miss because Scott Arfield when he did play could chip in Todd Cantwell started really well in that sense scored a lot of goals towards the end of the season that he'll need to kick on again next season but yeah he needs to get goal scorers in his team from all areas
0: It remains to be seen how Kieran Dowell and Dujon Sterling and Jack Butland will do but one thing that will be encouraging for Rangers fans is that business is getting Done early There's three players on door It's only the the 7th of June Today Rangers aren't back For pre-season For a wee while yet The fact that Michael Beale will have Those bodies in the door For the first day of Pre-season Any manager would want that Having maximum Amount of time To bed in new players
1: Yeah maximum amount of time To bed them in But also The Champions League Qualifiers are looming You know I think the, The seed The pots are going to be Coming out quite soon Just you know Confirmation Rangers will know they're going to have to go through two qualifiers to get to the Champions League group stages you don't want upheaval you don't want additions during that period you want to have as much of a solid team base as you possibly can and I think Michael Bale you know getting Kieran Dowell in getting Nico Raskin in getting Dujon Stelling, that, that'll only help Rangers settle at the start of the season
0: Well unfortunately that's all we've got time for tonight it's quite incredible tomorrow is the Viaplay Cup uh, group draw which is incredible that you know, the season's only finished on Sunday and already tomorrow we're going to be finding out what who's playing who.
1: Happy new season, Hunter.
0: Exactly. There we go. And we've got plenty to talk about throughout the summer as well. So I hope you will continue to join us. Of course, Celtic on the hunt for their new manager. So it'll be good to see what happens there. And of course, Rangers continuing their transfer business. Hearts have Stephen Naismith as their new manager, technical director, whatever you want to call him. Plenty to talk about throughout the summer So make sure to join us And thank you for joining us tonight And for all your calls and tweets